However, you have to keep in mind that that doesn't mean that this reel is actually viral quality. What it means is just that sometimes there are random videos that win the lottery ticket and get more views. That does not mean that this will convert those views into follows. So trying to chase that viral view without having any substance or any value add to the reel ultimately does not do you any favors. Welcome to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q&A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full-time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Have you been stuck with your reels not knowing how to get more views or actually convert the views into follows? In today's episode, I'm going to answer the questions that were left in our most recent reel all about reels. Here is that reel for some context. My best reels have gotten over 5 million views and here's what you can learn from it. Number one, your intro must hook attention. Intros that have worked well for us are shocking statements or just clear actionable steps that provide value. Number two, your reel may be too long or too slow. Now I'm not saying that reel should only be under 10 seconds, but it should only be as long as it needs to keep people's attention. Get straight to the point. Number three, you need to review your content and see what performed best. That way you can replicate the success and even make it into a series that people want to follow along. Leave a comment below to let me know what other Reels questions I can answer for you. That Reel got quite a few comments with some really good questions, so that's what I'll be addressing today. I hope that this episode will help you create better reels, get more views and follows as well. If you need further help, we do have the Reels Rocketship program, which you can check out at reelsrocketship.com. We've also linked it in the show note. This is a compact program that focuses purely on Instagram reels, and we go through the algorithm and how to create viral reels, how to um, create transitions, create great quality video, plus it comes with seven tutorials as well. So it's a very comprehensive program focused on growing with Reels. So again, if you're interested in checking that out, that is reelsrocketship.com. So let's get into the questions today. The first question is from Liz and she asks, any advice on creating shocking statements or hooks? I have such a hard time with that. I actually do see a lot of creators struggling with this inside our program. Whenever I audit people's accounts, I also look over their reels and one of the most common things is that there is no hook to any of the reels. You have to remember that when you are posting a reel, a lot of the people that will be seeing it will be people that don't know you and don't follow you and so so they need to have a reason to care. And the biggest mistake is that most creators start with posting things that interest only them and the friends that know them. For example, if they go on a trip, they will vlog their trip in a very casual way, maybe just with a few aesthetic clips randomly strung together. But if you really want to capture a stranger's attention, then you should try to think of angles of the reel that really interests someone that doesn't know you at all. How can you provide some sort of value to this person, whether that is educational, entertaining, or uh, inspiring, if it's visually very inspiring, or even motivational? 
So let's use Iris as an example. Instead of stringing together a bunch of random clips of you visiting different places in Paris, maybe instead try to focus on some aspects of Paris that is very relatable to the mass population or to your target audience. Maybe you went to an exhibit and it was very interesting and there was something that surprised you there. Then you could start with a hook like, I went to this new exhibition in Paris and it was not what I expected. And then you can go on to explain what the exhibition is, what was interesting about it, what you took away from visiting the exhibition and why it wasn't what you expected. Maybe it was better than expected, or maybe it was underwhelming, but at least that hook gets people curious. They want to know what is this new exhibition and why was it not what you expected? Was it really bad or was it surprisingly good? Or was there something super unique about it, right? So that hook gets people curious and makes them want to continue to watch to see what it was that was unexpected. Now, that's not exactly the most shocking hook or anything like that. You don't always need a shocking statement, but you can use either a shocking statement that states something that really shocks or surprises people. That could be um, something that you just discovered, like, I was today years old when I learned that and then insert whatever topic you want to talk about. And if you don't want to use a shocking statement, then you can use curiosity invoking statements like the one that I just um, said, the one about the new exhibition in Paris, and it was not what I expected, right? That gets people curious. Another way to think about hooks also is just a hook that gives a lot of clarity in terms of what they can expect from this reel. So let's say if I wanted to create a reel to educate people on how to create better hooks for their reels, instead of saying something like, your reel hook needs to be better and here are some tips for you. You can say something like, are your reels views tanking? Okay, that's number one part because that, first of all, identifies your target audience. And when people see that, they immediately know that you're speaking to them. If that applies to them, then they will stop and be like, yes, that's me. I relate to this. Please tell me. Continue. Okay, now that you have them interested by identifying your target audience, then you can say, here are three hooks for you to use to create your next viral reel. So this is just a very simple statement that is part of the hook to tell people exactly what value they will get from watching till the end of this reel. Not only do they know that you're going to give them tips on reels hooks, they also know that you're going to give them three to be exact. So they are more likely to watch till the end of it, the third one, because they know that there are three tips. And as a general rule, I like to keep all of my tips under about four, generally around three, because there's been some marketing study that says that odd numbers usually work better in lists. Well, I don't have evidence to support that, but three tips or three things in a reel generally is a good amount so that the reel doesn't get too long. So again, just remember, the real hook doesn't always have to be shocking. It can just be clear and concise and show people what value they're going to get. It can also invoke curiosity, but also if it is more of a visual hook, then maybe it's not even text or a voice. It is simply something that is visually more interesting. And what I mean by that is uh, making sure that there is movement or there is something that color-wise is contrasting or catches people's visual attention. Moving on to the next question from Veronica, she asks, how do you make a series? 
So in TikTok, you can actually add the videos into a series so that people can binge watch the series. I'm surprised that Instagram hasn't come out with this function as of right now. Although I do see that on Adam Mazzari's page, he, he does have his reels in series, but it doesn't seem to have been introduced to the, the majority of us or anybody else really. So currently you cannot like manually create a list on Instagram. What I meant by creating a series in the reel that I I shared was simply that you can um, create multiple videos that form a series. It could have part one, part two, part three, part four, right? Or maybe you are giving a list of the most unique hotels in the world. And so you have a top 10 list, but in each reel, you only show clips from one hotel. You only talk about one hotel, but you make it very clear in the beginning that this is one out of 10. So if they enjoyed it, they would more likely watch your other ones. Let's say they came across your number seven best unique hotel in the world and they find it really beautiful and they want to learn what the other nine hotels that you recommend are. So this series would then encourage people to go check out your profile, look at your other reels and maybe give you a follow. Another example can be something like, I tried the most popular Sephora products to see if it lives up to the hype. Part one. So you're already telling people that you're going to do another part. So if they found this educational, then they would be more likely to follow along um, to see what else you have to say on this topic. Moving on to the next question by Ricky Maru. When my TikTok video went viral, but the reel on Instagram didn't, I'm wondering, should I change my niche on each social media platform? No. So if you want to post across platforms, I recommend that you stay consistent with your niche. However, if the question is, should I post different formats or styles of content on different platforms, then the answer is absolutely yes. Every social media platform has a slightly different demographic, slightly different vibe. Even the algorithms are slightly different, even though the ultimate goal is to keep the user on the platform for as long as possible. That is their common goal, but the style of each platform is a little bit different depending on who is the majority on that platform. So this is a generalization. Of course, there's always exceptions, but in general, TikTok currently is more about casual, relatable moments and also they have been putting an emphasis on longer talking videos that could be discussions or it could be educational or it could be storytelling. Whereas Instagram currently is still a little bit more about the aesthetics, it has fun transitions, and it also has a lot of trending sounds. And also when it is more of a shocking visual or shocking idea, it also does perform well on Instagram. Are you enjoying the Full-Time Influencer Podcast so far? If so, then we'd love for you to share this episode with someone who will benefit from it or share this episode to your Instagram stories. Our mission is to help aspiring creators around the world and with your help, we get one step closer with every share. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. 
Again, like I said, that is just a generalization. If a reel has viral qualities in terms of the psychology behind the reel, then ultimately it doesn't matter what platform it is on, usually it would still go viral. However, a lot of the times some things that are much more casual and usually don't really have any viral qualities to it could potentially just have be a one-hit wonder and go viral on TikTok. Um, lately, it has been happening on Instagram Reels as well, where there's just like some simple short reels that just randomly get viral reach. However, you have to keep in mind that that doesn't mean that this reel is actually viral quality. What it means is just that sometimes there are random videos that win the lottery ticket and get more views. That does not mean that this will convert those views into follows. So trying to chase that viral view without having any substance or any value add to the reel ultimately does not do you any favors. In fact, it might even do the opposite and attract the wrong audience, a non-targeted audience. So I always advise people that when you are creating content, when you are creating reels, make sure it is within your niche, make sure it is made for your target audience with your target audience in mind and always try to provide some type of value, whether it's entertaining, educational, inspirational, or motivational. Next question, do you need a camera for good reels? I'm thinking iPhone versus camera, but I'm not sure which one to get. This is from Tasmia. So I absolutely think that anything better than the iPhone 11 is more than good enough. I still film some of my reels with my iPhone 11 and currently my main camera that I use to film my reels is my iPhone 12 Pro. If you can get the Pro version, of course, it means that the lens quality is slightly better, but it's not absolutely necessary. What's more important is that your reel is actually interesting, engaging, has a good hook, or is made under good lighting conditions. If it's something that is purely aesthetic, then make sure it is actually really aesthetic, that um, the framing is good, you know, the composition is optimized, and all of those things. I actually recommend against getting a camera or a very professional looking camera to create your reels for the most part because most people like to see that iPhone look for social media nowadays. They don't necessarily want that camera look, especially when it comes to videos. It just doesn't look as authentic. Next question is from Katie. Are trending audios helping with your views? So I don't think that trending audios will make or break your reel at all. I don't even think it will necessarily get you extra views. Occasionally, it might be a small boost. And as a general rule of thumb, we do try to use trending audio, but that doesn't mean that we have to use trending audio. And in fact, oftentimes we find that original audio can do better as well, even better sometimes. So my answer to that would simply be, it doesn't really matter what the audio is as long as you're not violating any copyright. And more importantly, it's about the reel itself. Next question is from Zikra, I believe. Okay, what advice would you give to someone who's a beginner when it comes to transitions? In order for a reel to do well or go viral, does it need to have all these fancy transitions? Now, I would like to ask this question back to you. Just take a scroll on your feed. Do all of the viral reels have transitions in them? From what I can see, absolutely not. 
In fact, some of the more viral reels are simply humorous, really, really relatable, or just great storytelling, right? Not all reels need to have a transition. In fact, if you were to include a transition, you want to make sure that it's actually serving a purpose, that it is actually executed well, and that it either adds to the story or it adds to the wow factor of the reel. Let's say you want to show an outfit change and you show the before outfit, which is super casual, and then you want to show an after outfit that is really dressed up. Then this would be a good opportunity to use a shocking transition to showcase the before versus the after to give it even more contrast and even more wow factor. But if that's not your goal with your reel, let's say you're trying to tell an engaging story, or maybe you're just trying to share educational tips, then you definitely don't need to include transitions. And if anything, they might not really help your reel at all. But if you are interested in creating better transitions, there are four main ways to create good transitions. And I cover this inside the Reels Rocketship program. Once you understand these four core concepts, then you can honestly make any transition work. It's really a lot simpler than you think. Of course, the more you practice, the better you get at it. You're not going to get the transition perfect the first time. Usually that is the case. I know from experience that it took a lot of trial and error for me to get my transitions to be really smooth. It's all part of the learning experience and by trying multiple different types of transitions and editing them on the spot, I have a better understanding of how to actually go about creating a smooth, seamless transition. Again, this is what we cover inside the Reels Rocketship program. So if you want to learn more about that, just head to reelsrocketship.com. Last question I want to share today is from Linda. How do you get and keep people's attention for aesthetic videos? So aesthetic videos, I would say the value add is that it is visually inspiring, right? It is visually really, really amazing and makes people want to either go somewhere or look a certain way or dress a certain way or decorate their home a certain way, right? It makes them feel awe inside. Maybe it's a beautiful sunset, right? So when it comes to aesthetic videos, the way to get people's attention is that it really has to be very aesthetic. No matter what type of aesthetic it is, it could be a calming aesthetic, it could be a vibrant one, it could be a luxurious one. Now that is up to you and your style and your target audience that you are trying to reach, but it does have to be visually really appealing for an aesthetic video to perform better. Because after all, that is the value you're providing with an aesthetic video, right? The aesthetics. So if it's not that aesthetic or if it's poor quality, then it definitely won't perform well. However, if your value add is more educational, let's say, or if it's more motivational, then the visuals and also the quality of the video itself would matter significantly less compared to an aesthetic video. Now, before I wrap this up, I do want to share one final comment, and this is the most common mistake that I see across the board, and this is the reason why most people's reels are not getting them follows, and it is because you're creating reels for yourself or just from your own perspective. Maybe some of your friends and family enjoy it. However, the stranger on the other side of the screen that does not know you doesn't care. 
So the next time you are creating content, whether you are traveling or going to an event or just at home, thinking about what content to create, think about your target audience. Think about that stranger that you want to attract. Why should they care about your reel if they don't know you? It should provide some kind of value to them, whether that's educational, motivational, inspirational, or entertaining, right? Okay, I hope that this Q&A session was helpful for you. It's a bit shorter of an episode than usual, um, but let me know if you enjoyed this type of Q&A format and we can try to do more of these. If you want to learn more about how to grow with Reels, how the algorithm works specifically for Reels, how to create high quality videos, transitions, and all of that, then definitely check out reelsrocketship.com. We have linked it in the show notes so you can check them out there as well. Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it. And I'll see you in the next one.